four of French, and three each of chemistry, biology, and a third scientific discipline of his choosing. Already at this stage, many of Marwan's outstanding qualities became evident, especially the sparkling intellect that earned him notably high grades, grades that gained him admission into the Army's elite academic reserve. That program allowed him to defer his military service and to enroll in a bachelor's degree program in chemistry at Cairo University in Giza. His studies included a special officer's training program, which he completed with the rank of second lieutenant. In 1965, he finished his degree and began serving as an officer and chemical engineer in the Egyptian military industry. Despite his intensive course of study, Marwan found time to read prodigiously about subjects far outside his field, particularly economics, banking, and finance. People who remember him from that period describe him as tall, attractive, and friendly, someone who knew how to get the most out of life. Two close friends from his college days, Mohammed Fakhri and Assam Siam, studied with him in the academic reserves. Siam chose a military career, and eventually attained the rank of Major General. He also built a successful career as a soccer commentator and referee on the international level, and served for years on the soccer federations of Egypt and Africa. During their time together in the mid-1960s, the three regularly enjoyed the nightlife of Cairo. On Fridays, when there were no classes, they often traveled together to Alexandria, where they tanned on the beach, swam in the sea, and strolled the promenade. Ashraf Marwan's best energies, however, were spent on the tennis court. He was an enthusiastic member of the Heliopolis Sporting Club, just half a mile from his parents' home. It was here, at the age of twenty-one, that he met the woman who would be both his wife and his springboard up the Egyptian hierarchy. Mona Abdel Nasser was the president's daughter. She was born in January 1947, two years after her parents were married and a year after the birth of their first daughter, Hoda. Hoda's name, which is related to the Arabic word hadia or gift, was given by her mother, Tahia, to express their gratitude for the baby despite the fact that they had wanted a son. After Mona, the Nasers went on to have three sons, Khaled, who would one day enter politics and be accused of conspiring to assassinate Israeli and American diplomats, Abdel Hakim, and Abdel Hamid. Mona was 18 years old, studying at the American University in Cairo, and still living with her parents, when she first met Ashraf Marwan. Life in the Nasser household was far from simple. In the mid-1950s, when the Egyptian leader first blazed his way onto the political stage, he quickly became a kind of messianic figure for the masses who saw him as one of them and, simultaneously, as a wondrously talented leader who would take them out of their collective squalor and lead them into a new era of national pride and prosperity. His impressive early achievements, evicting the British from the Suez Canal in 1954, cutting a major arms deal with the Soviet Union in 1955, nationalizing the canal in 1956, and standing strong in the face of the tripartite aggression of the Israelis, French, and British during the Suez Crisis a few months after that, confirmed and entrenched his status at home and abroad. His agrarian reforms, begun shortly after he took office, 
as well as other initiatives suggesting a more equitable distribution of wealth, testified to his radical political worldview and gave his regime, beginning around 1960, a socialist overtone never before heard in the Arab world. Graced with a personal charm that appealed to leaders and ordinary folk alike, and guided by a pan-Arabist worldview coupled with his own impressive political and diplomatic insights that enabled him to deftly overcome both internal and external challenges, Mona's father turned himself, in just a few years, from an unknown Egyptian army officer into the greatest Arab leader since Saladin. The fact that the historical Saladin was not actually an Arab but a Kurd mattered little. We cannot know just how much of Nasser's legendary status affected his family life or how it affected the way he raised his children. As opposed to other Arab rulers...